This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Documents ended up in one of your offices. Do you want to hear his explanation? Shall we go on or should we? Do you want to hear the explanation as we open up the show here on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWS? I've heard the word that other people have characterized his response. I don't know if he used that word, though. All right, let's hear his response. And should the public have been notified sooner? People know I take classified uh, documents, classified information seriously. Do we know that? It was kind of an odd statement. I mean, I used the DOJ to go after Trump over classified documents, so maybe. <laughs> Takes it pretty seriously. Somebody when my else. lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol. When I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box, you know, locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box and they did what they should have done they immediately called the archives immediately called the archives turned them over to the archives and i was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there he was surprised i think i bet he wakes up in the morning and he's just surprised that's what are we shocked that he's surprised He's surprised, like, look, an ice cream cone. Uh, yeah, we'll put, he's, he's we'll put that there. surprised all the time. Also, I think this is like, is he also throwing his lawyers under the bus? Because he's like, they set the office up for me. They discovered the documents. Like, I didn't have any. It sounds like, and I think in leadership, it, if, you don't, if you don't ultimately take responsibility, it should be on you. And it kind of sounds like he's trying to, like, pass the blame. Like, I didn't have anything to do with the office. They set it up. They, there was this. And then he was like, it was in a locked cabinet and then maybe a closet maybe an underwear drawer what else did they search at donald trump's house to that office but i don't know what's in the documents i've my lawyers have not suggested i ask what documents they were to yeah. your point my lawyers have not suggest that's a man he's parsing his words there when your news director starts looking above his eyeglasses yeah. at you there's something to that in my opinion well he's and again being very he's being very careful also mm-hmm. how he phrases that so uh but yeah obviously to stephanie's point he's referencing the uh the attorneys there it's 10 classified documents according to reports so we'll see congressman jason smith and he's mainly known as you know more of a tax policy guy he's going to chair ways and means but I'm sure he will weigh in on that uh, issue, Jason Smith, when he comes on our program next hour. Certainly, we can ask him about that. He's here at 810. Yeah. He's, in effect, going to be Missouri's third senator. And it's not about Jason Smith. When you get chair of the House uh, Ways and Means Committee, oftentimes that position is considered the third senator for that state. Absolutely. He's it. He's here at 810. Now, Brian is being very detailed in noting that there were 10 documents found, but I heard that that all day yesterday, though. Well, it doesn't really matter because it was only 10. (laughs) And in in response, and and Brian was not implying that, but a lot of people did yesterday and said, well, Trump had a lot more than that, and this is totally different than that. But again, we heard details about what was actually in these documents. So if you have like 200 documents about France, and 10 documents about Iran. Like, are we really going to compare how many documents there were? Or or do you compare, like, the seriousness of what's in the documents? I just, and the law doesn't exclude, like, oopsies, uh, just a couple. You know, there's no exclusion for under 20. It's like when you're playing a board game at home and you fudge your rules. We call it house rules. This administration, house rules, well, 
you can have 10 classified documents, but 11, I know what the rules say, but these are house rules, man. Uh, 874-9390, 874-9390. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. All right, here's the other question I wanted to ask. So 10 classified documents found amongst other documents, and everybody, the Dems yesterday, very quick to point out, man, and, and in that box also there were documents uh, that weren't classified that related to uh, funeral arrangements for a son, so automatically, hey, don't forget, he's got a son, you know, who died and served our country. And um, so, when they say a document, and that's why I've been, and this is, I keep telling you, I'm excited you're back, uh, but here's why I'm excited you're back to answer this one question. When they say document, so I'm wondering, does that mean a sheet of paper? No. Is a document a folder? Do you know? So, when they say 10 documents, does that mean 10 different folders packed? with stuff? I don't know, packed with stuff, but I think the way that it was described was there were some briefing memos and some other things. So I think when they're talking about documents, they're talking about multiple okay. pages. How many pages, I don't know. But I don't think when you're, we're hearing 10 documents, we're thinking 10 pieces of paper. Okay. And I agree with that. And again, it's it's very difficult because we're getting this based on reports. We, we, don't, we don't know exactly how many are in there or what is in there. Um, and, you know, and we'll see what happens. I'm sure the congressman will weigh in we do know that um, you know the president and his allies are are downplaying this, but we'll we'll see what happens on that. I don't know how much further it will go, but we will see. I do want to make a very quick point. You mentioned being the third senator, um, and that's a very interesting way to put it about ways and means. There used to be a congressman from Illinois named Dan Rostenkowski. He okay, and I won't get into. He ended up. I remember you know, the name. Yeah, I mean, he was a huge name. I would make the argument that he ended up. You know, uh, the very end for him was was not good. He ended up getting in trouble. I believe it was the House Bank or the House Post Office. But he, you could make the argument he was more powerful at the time than Paul Simon and Charles Percy, who were the two senators from Illinois, especially at that time. So Ways and Means Chair is huge. And Jason Smith basically had one of two choices, and both of them would have been huge. He could have either been Ways and Means chair or the budget chair. So, you know, he primarily weighs in on stuff like that, but I'm sure he'll, he'll talk about the uh, the classified issue as well. And but that's not something he's really talked much about. Another local congressman, uh, this is interesting, and I'm not bragging here, but you think about the, the coverage um, here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. We, we, in effect, we have at the very least, at the very least, three United States congressmen, people's, Whatever the political, sure. whatever I'm supposed to say, I don't give you. You, you got it. All right. Uh, Congressman, three of them in our listening area, and Sam Graves is another one. He got a pretty uh, pretty lofty yeah. assignment. And, I, and Brandon, I would say we have four because uh, Graves represents uh, Randolph County, and then we've got Alford and Lutke Meyer, mm -hmm. and then Jason oh, Smith, four, so right, on, right on the edge. But Graves is a huge position in these chairman transportation. He has all our counties in the northern part of the listening area. And if we ever get him on, one of the big things he is concerned about is he helped get all these rural railroad crossings to prevent the crashes that we've saw, the similar so we saw over the summer. And uh, he's complained about red tape, and that's something I know he wants to get rid of the red tape so they can improve these intersections where vehicles could cross uh, where a train goes. But that's going to be a big deal. 
I know one of the highways he's definitely going to be very interested in is improving Highway 36. I'm going to give some points to uh, listener John on the text at 874-93. Did you catch that? I did. So we were talking about, well, uh, the, you know, CNN and U.S. Everybody, well, but Biden only had 10 documents. On CNN, I had to show this to Brian Hansen. Brian Hansen, uh, you'll you'll hear him all the time on the Randy Tobler show. Tobler's here weekdays four to six. But I was showing CNN had a graphic. The differences. So, like in red, they had so Trump, and here's how many documents and the circumstances. And then they had in a blue box, they had Biden only had ten docs. So they're using those very uh, the, those words that portray their point of view only had 10 documents, has fully cooperated. Like, they're putting graphs up. See, this is so different. The biggest difference uh, is the letter behind Biden's name. Don't kid yourself about that. That's, the big the uh, big thing that I take away from this, and I think there's a lot of people out there, especially maybe our veterans who had security clearances, you know, when you talk about classified materials, it goes everywhere from, you know, confidential all the way up to SCI and secret, top secret and all. It would be nice to know, you know, and obviously from an intelligence standpoint, not going to tell you, were these secret? Were they just marked confidential? Were they, you know, SCI where it goes right up to the, the top levels and all? I don't think we'll hear. So here's the text. Do you see the text from John? So, I did. Uh, so, so the number, you know, Biden's got these many documents. Trump only had this many. And he relates it to something we've been dealing with a lot here in Missouri. Yeah, John says uh, Biden didn't have over three ounces. I guess <laughs> Trump did. And that relates to the legal amount of weed that uh, you can have in your possession. Well, and, and also Chris made me LOL. He said about Biden being surprised because Biden about the documents said, I was surprised that I had these documents. And Chris says, I get the feeling that it was news to him that he even had an office in Pennsylvania, which is a really good point. Oh, what happened? I had no idea. Incidentally, according to a story from the Missouri, I thought this was interesting. Part of the marijuana uh, thing that uh, that basically St. Louis and Kansas City uh, passed um, was the expungement. If you were in prison for marijuana, did I get it wrong? Is that why? No, no, wrong? you got it. Our, our listeners are making me crack up this morning. There's another. Oh, sorry. Right. Go ahead. Uh, but anyhow, the number of people right now that have uh, reached out concerning uh, expungement so far, according to the Missouri State Public Defender's Office, Missourian, ten people. Uh, have reached out, which I thought was uh, I thought was interesting, but that um, people who are serving time in cases involving more than three pounds of marijuana, or who are serving time for uh, need not apply. I wonder, can what if you had four pounds? Could you subtract the three pounds and say, well, it was only one pound? Can I? Right, mm-hmm. Let's get back to what of our what our listeners are saying. <laughs> this listener says. You know, when Biden talked about taking classified documents seriously, he said, did he mean people know I take classified documents seriously or more likely people know I take classified documents, period, seriously. Huh. <laughs> that is worth. Let me. Uh, that let, is really good. Yeah, let me go back to this. When my lawyers were clearing out my office, people know I take classified uh, documents, classified I can fix that. <laughs> I can fix if you That t- was a good catch. You got to let us know what your name is. New texter. This is hilarious. So I mean, information seriously. Seriously. Right. Let me take out the seriously. Seriously part. 
<laughs> we'll fix this right up, and then I will send it to Fox News in New York and say, here you go. Biden, and the headline is, Biden admits he steals classified documents. People know I take classified uh, documents. There you go. We're out of the laws. All right, so coming up, we are going to do What's Hot with Hannah, 725-ish. What you got for us today, Hannah? I know how much you love to uh, order your groceries ahead and pick them up at the store instead of grocery shop. Um, but there was a bad mishap that a TikToker has gone viral for. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Welcome in to... Uh, Whoa. What's hot with Hannah? It's 725-ish, which means it's... It's 725. Wow. And it's not even close enough to 726 that I can drag it out and make you late. Right now... Uh, there's a, a young Blair Oak student by the name of Millie who I got to meet during the inauguration events last week who loves what's hot with Hannah. Her favorite thing is every morning when she's going to school, she's waiting. Maybe it's going to be at 725 this morning. And this morning when, when Millie walks into Blair Oaks Elementary, I hope she lets all of her friends and teachers know I was listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. And here's the lesson I learned before I even set foot into a classroom. And the lesson I learned is... There's always hope that eventually, after three <laughs> years of trying to get to something on time, there is hope. And I hope that's the lesson that you take to everybody inside of Blair Oaks Middle School. school. Middle I think school. she's in the middle school. Also, Millie, I would not get used to it or get your hopes <laughs> up again. <laughs> you want to put, put some money on this maybe for tomorrow? No, because if you have money on it, you're going <laughs> to do I'm it out of spite. All right. But yeah, what's hot with Hannah? We do it every morning around this time-ish. I have shared before my love for doing grocery pickup from, like, especially Walmart, where you order on the app. You know, you go in there, you select what you want, and you select the time that you're going to pick up your grocery order. You go park at Walmart, you lift your back hatch up on your trunk, and they put it in there, and you go home. You're on your way. I hate grocery shopping, so it's perfect for me. Okay. Every once in a while, I've had some mishaps. You know, one time I ordered, like, one bag of chips, and I think I got five or six. The macaroni and cheese story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if they don't have the exact item in stock that you selected, they will substitute it with something that they consider to be similar. Um, and I got, like, little kid unicorn-shaped macaroni and cheese one time. That was fun. <laughs> but you got I, a lot of mac kid-shaped macaroni Yeah, it was, like, cheese. five boxes, yeah. I think. Um <laughs> I've accidentally only ordered, like, one banana instead of a pound of bananas. Mm -hmm. You know, there is a learning curve with these things, right? Okay. Um, nothing quite as bad as this TikToker who's gone viral who attempted to order a quarter pound of cheese, like sliced cheese from the deli. Oh. And accidentally got, like, 30 pounds oh. of sliced cheese from the deli. And she went viral on TikTok just showing how many bags of cheese equals 30 pounds. And it's a lot. You know how when you're like clicking through websites and they're like, are you really sure? Like there should be a limit. on, And they're like, are you sure? Like this seems weird. Do you really want 30 pounds <laughs> of Monterey Jack cheese? <laughs> well, and she went back to her, you know, online receipt and confirmed that she only ordered 0.25 pounds of cheese. And she's like, the worst part is I'm going to have to go back to Walmart tomorrow and try to get a return for my money back on all this damn cheese. Yeah, that, and what do they do with 
already sliced cheese. Yuck. Well, we just had a really good experience, and Brandon and I were talking about it this morning. We were gone for five days, and we did a it was a Walmart grocery pickup um, for like our Airbnb vacation, and I would love to do it then. I think it works really well. I will say, however, we roll up with five suitcases in the back of a tiny SUV late at night, and Colorado has gone full woke, so they don't bag anything. So I had like hundreds of dollars worth of groceries, oh, five no. days, six people individual in, no bags they just put each thing in the are back you of serious yes. wow so imagine then we were staying on a second floor condo we had to figure out a way to get all of the groceries from the car through the snow in the middle of the night up to the second floor i mean so i'm gonna say it was a win but also i just had to shake my head we actually so scott fawn just tweeted at us, Brandon, mm -hmm. and it's a picture of Millie sitting in the car with two thumbs up. Oh, oh. Millie! Oh, and so she's excited. What's hot with Hannah was on time. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Does that work, Hannah? People know I take classified documents. I mean... Marsh, is this, I'm going to ask, I'm going to de deflect to your 30 plus years of journalism right here in Mid-Missouri. Is it, uh, do I need to give... People know I take classified documents... Do I need to give a little bit more context? Or can no. we, you no. know? <laughs> Politicians, you open your mouth, the tape is rolling, and you are automatically taken out of context. I don't know if it works, but it doesn't not work. Yeah. Let me check with Brian, too, on this. Brian, I got to ask We your know opinion. what he's going to say. I know what Brian's going to say, and I need you to keep it brief, buddy, because sure. I want to find out about this cougar that was yeah, spotted here. Lying, yes. uh, of course, Brandon's interested. <laughs> <laughs> There was a cougar spotted at the pizza joint last. No, my, well, it depends on where you. They call them panther. Panthers in Florida. They're cougars out west. They're mountain lions around sure. here, which is funny because we have no mountains uh, here in, in Missouri. Uh, so we, he's not lying. <laughs> oh, points for the Hannahism there. Uh, so we took some uh, audio. I, I will give this context, uh, Brian. Let me start here. Can you explain how classified documents ended up in one of your offices? And should the public have been notified sooner? People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. They're saying people know I take it very seriously. Now, for because we have time constraints, time constraints sometimes, this is all that I'm able to play sometimes. People know I take classified documents. Is that? People know I take classified <laughs> documents. Is that okay? That is taking that is taking something out of context. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you party pooper. I'm sorry. Come on. We, we have to we have to be fair. <laughs> come on. Come on, man. One more time. All right. One more time. People know I take classified documents. Somebody goes, I was listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri and Stephanie and, and Howsworth and Marsh and producer Hannah and Brandon there on 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS 93.9 The Eagle. They were saying that people know I take classified documents. Biden admitted to taking classified uh, documents. The difference, but there were only 10. It's like any crime you commit, you go before. But your honor, I... I only stole X number. This guy stole. Uh, all right. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Everybody is here. Stephanie is back for that. Uh, I am uh, very grateful. Uh, have you seen the texter in the last couple minutes? I've been busy talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why they're texting. Okay. You've been getting fact-checked on a couple of uh, points that you made about the what you called cougar. Okay. 
So, so you said there's no mountains in Missouri? No. Um, David said, Brandon, remember the Ozark Mountains in Missouri? <laughs> okay. I know that's what they're called. Uh, what are they? Fifteen hundred feet. Those, those, those are not suck. Yeah, the. I get it. They're called mountains. Uh, I'm talking mountains like where Stephanie was. I'm talking about like mountains where where I used to live. I'm talking mountains. And then Paul also says when they're black, they're called panthers. There you go. Yeah. 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 So they have different names. You can call them panthers, and then you get to South America. I think it's one of the most wide ranging cat, uh, uh, cats. Uh, on the planet throughout South America, North America, they're up through Canada, uh, Alaska. So, uh, let's do, and apparently, one spotted right here where we live, uh, which is pretty rare. When I get more, Adam Deerhoff, Missouri Department of Conservation. Adam, thank you. I'm sorry for bugging you last night. Uh, no, not at all. Thanks for having me. <laughs> glad you could be here. So, I got somebody sent me a text. Hey, I heard from a friend who said they heard this. First thing I do, I reached out to Adam. I'm like, hey, Adam, is this true? You're re- How did you respond to my text, Adam? I said, we're on scene right now. Please leave me alone. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, how, uh, how rare is this, first of all, to spot one of these in Missouri, specifically mid-Missouri? It's possible, but it is very rare. Going back to 1994, we have approximately 100 confirmed sightings in the state of Missouri. Likely there have been more. We just have not been able to confirm them. Uh, if you've got a credible account, I might believe what you're telling me, but there still could be a gap in being able to confirm that. Okay. You talk about, uh, and, and Brandon set this up well, because obviously we've seen the video. Cam IZ has taken a video from the uh, the YouTube account and posted it. It appears to be a large mountain lion, um, Adam. So two-part question on this. Number one, have there been any other sightings that you're aware of or your team has heard about in the Sturgeon area of this cat? And the second part of that question is there's a lot of livestock uh, producers up there, smaller livestock producers uh, on the Randolph-Monroe-Boone County line. What advice do you have for those farmers that have livestock out in the, uh, the in not far from this area? Good questions. We get calls from time to time that someone thinks they may have seen one. But as it relates to this sighting, I haven't had any other calls As far as livestock, there's really nothing to do differently. Um, Mountain lions, like other predators, they want a mismatch. They want the the biggest upper hand, the the easiest defeat they can get over their, their prey items. So for a mountain lion to go after larger livestock, it's possible, but that's not their preferred food source. It's going to be smaller items like rabbits, squirrels, things like that. A coyote, for example, they would prefer to eat 200 mice over um, a dog, for example. So there's really nothing different for landowners to to do with regards to their their livestock. And mountain lions are very secretive. They are a predator, but they don't want to be seen. And believe it or not, they would actually be more scared of a, a person than vice versa so this is not somebody not something we need to worry about we figure this thing's just kind of cruising through just it was two of them just one just one all right so probably just cruising through just lost migrating from the west what do we think adam right so it's believed that the mountain lions we see in missouri are from 
the Black Hills region of South Dakota or somewhere out that way. And typically what happens, nothing's 100%, but the females are going to be the homemakers. Their home range is going to be smaller, and, and, and they're not more apt to move. The dominant males are going to be the king of the jungle, so to speak. So they're not going to be displaced. Almost all of the confirmations we have where we can confirm the sex of the animals that they're they're juvenile males and so they get displaced from their population they are trying to find their own home range someplace where they can be the the king of the jungle so to speak and they have a they can cover a lot of ground so it's kind of a here today gone tomorrow type animal and they some of these animals will cover multiple states so where that actual mountain lion is today is not likely in Boone County. Spotted in the Sturgeon area here in mid-Missouri, our guest, uh, Adam Deerhoff, Missouri Department of Conservation, talking about this parent sighting of a mountain lion here in mid-Missouri. Adam, anecdotally, we've heard, uh, if anybody's familiar with Prairie Home up in Cooper County, I mean, if there's been the stories that they've seen panthers there, because that's the nickname of their sports team, that they've seen mountain lions around Prairie Home in the area for decades. Well, there certainly are likely more sightings than what we've been able to confirm, be able to authenticate, basically. There also are a lot of times where there's a misidentification, where uh, somebody thinks they've seen one and and they've not. Uh, Sometimes folks will actually show us a a picture of what they say, hey, this is a a mountain lion, and it's just not. Um, So the number of sightings is somewhere between what what you hear and 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 what you don't um as far as black panthers go uh, we don't have any of those in missouri there's and that actually would be a different species that's a jaguar and you would you would find those um outside of the united states there may be some way down in south florida but other than that you're you're looking into mexico and and central america and into south america on that if only people were, you know, tracking the mountain lightings, lion sightings like they do the Boone County Bigfoot sightings. What are what's oh, that? Yeah, Cooper's Landing most uh, big yeah, Bigfoot website <laughs> maybe, dedicated. Maybe yeah, we me, have a better uh, handle on these folks. Uh, any any recent Bigfoot sightings, Adam? <laughs> no, but you'd, you'd be surprised. In, in in our line of work, I I have had some some folks that are very adamant about oh, yeah. having. <laughs> seen Bigfoot. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But there's an uh, entire day, website. Yeah, there's an entire <laughs> website dedicated well, to it. I did want to ask you. There are some changes coming to deer season. You know, it feels like we just got off a of deer season from this last. But the conservation is making some changes for for next year that people should be prepared for. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, I'd have to brush up on that just a little bit. There's the, deer season regulations are are dynamic. You tend to see more change there than you do with other fish and wildlife. I know there's going to be an early antlerless portion. I believe that's October 3rd through 6th or somewhere in there where uh, hunters can hunt for antlerless deer with uh, firearms and then the, the rest of the regulations I'd have to look at again. Yeah, but that was, I think, what I saw was the biggest change is an earlier season for firearms. So people might be able to, uh, a longer time to harvest deer, I guess, in Missouri. Correct. And this year, the antlerless portion, which ran in December, was extended from three days to nine days. So this was the, the first time in several seasons that hunters had 
more days to firearms rifle hunts for antlerless deer the three days uh, maybe was too brief if you have unseasonable weather that's just not good hunting conditions makes it hard to be successful in that in that three-day window although hunters had been for the most part so a nine-day season gives gives some more opportunity to hunters i'm all about eradicating missouri's most stupidest animals (laughs) and keeping them off of the roads so i Uh, like it Somebody sent a uh, a headline from the Columbia Daily Tribune, and I can't see the month. I know it's a month that wow. ends in the letters ER, but this was 2001, one of the bylines on the paper in the Daily Tribune that day. Big cat suspected in an attack on a horse, and we're getting attacked. We've seen these. We've seen this. Uh, Adam, uh, anything else you need to add? There's nothing to worry about. It happens once in a great while, but it's seldom. It's enough that it's kind of, whoa, it's kind of kind of interesting to see. Anything important that you feel like you need to add before we let you go? Yeah, it's nothing to fear. Mountain lions are a large animal, and they are a predator, but they actually are more afraid of you than, uh, than you could be of them. And just treat them like any other wild animal. You're not likely to see one, but any wild animal actually does not want a confrontation. Give them an escape route. Um, if they if they feel threatened, that's when they're going to try to act tough, uh, raise the hair on their back, growl, snarl. You know, that's kind of your last warning, that sort of thing. Uh, but that's that's a general rule for any any type of wildlife. Um, just embrace the fact that we do have mountain lions passing through Missouri from time to time. And it's a really cool thing, especially if you're one of the persons involved or it happens near where you live. All right. Adam Deerhoff, Missouri Department of Conservation. Man, always appreciative when you're able to join us here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll there, see you. There is a listener, Brandon, named Matt Gilbane on our Wake Up Mid-Missouri Facebook page. And he is suggesting that there's been a mountain lion perhaps near the city-county line near Percy Creek, and he took a picture of what appears to be a footprint. The horse incident that you... 2001? That that was widely covered in the news, and that was suspected to be a mountain lion at the time, um, and that horse, I believe, ended up dying. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Biden said it, man. Now, we've had to edit that for time purposes and stuff, but I... <laughs> he... There's a little bit of editing there, I just thought. People know I take classified documents. And we got to give credit to a listener for pointing out that's what they thought they heard in that. Tim, yeah, it's followed by the word seriously, but <laughs> Tim was wondering, is there a period in there? People know I take classified documents. Seriously. People know I take classified documents. Yeah, we do. Welcome to the show. Wake up, Mid-Missouri. Uh, FAA, by the way, so Columbia Regional Airport, their flights uh, delayed FAA. And this is an FAA problem. This is not an airline problem. And apparently it's pretty serious. And apparently this is going to wrap folks up for a while. If you're waiting for somebody, getting ready to fly, waiting on... Deliveries. This is bad. Yeah, the uh, their computer system is down. The FAA's, and so they basically said all domestic flights, the flights that were in the air, they said you're fine to land, but no one's taking off until at least Mm -hmm. 9 a.m. Right now, they haven't. I don't think provided any updates, but yeah. um, the flights all coming out of Columbia this morning are all right now saying delayed. Uh, And I wonder if you're in the air and you get news of this. Wait, they're not letting planes take off. But I'm up here already, man. Well, and that's what I was thinking about for people like in, and, and it doesn't look like that 550 came, uh, left Columbia. But yeah, if you have a connection and you just left your hometown and then you land and then you realize I'm going to be stuck in this halfway point for a while. Um, I just but, pulled up FAA's website and the NOTAM that they've put up says they're saying they expect departures to resume at airports by 
uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central Time. Well, great. Hopefully that works out. That'd be happening just minutes from now. Uh, this, the, you know, we need to brag on this team. And I think we all should, we should take a, a Friday and have all of us brag on ourselves and have you, the Wake Up, uh, wake up Mid-Missouri family, bragging on yourselves. Come on, brag on this teenager. It's easy to diss teens. Uh, but this guy, 18 years old, flying a single-engine airplane, California. He's just flying his family to breakfast on a Sunday morning. Turns out Grandma's on the flight, too. His name's Brock, uh, 18 years old. And I've been flying a plane for, uh, I guess, about two years. But apparently, pop, engine craps out. John, you know a lot about flying. Uh, kid, uh, That's not a good thing. <laughs> Thank you, John. Expert analysis from John Marsh. But, yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, engine pops, and this kid has nothing. He's nowhere near an airport. Grandma is in the back of the airplane flipping her lid, as I would probably be doing, too. That's why I don't like flying is because of that very thing. Uh, the dude nailed it. Pretty impressive as uh, as a team. Any With your uh, involvement in the Air Force over the years, any stories, John? I told you a story the other day about my father having oh, yeah. to land a private plane one time with a with a with a dead engine, and he and the <laughs> he and the other guy in the plane had to change seats to, <laughs> to seats to do it, but you know, they did it with no problem. How because no. one soiled the seats, or because they were in the wrong seats? <laughs> that that would have been you and I, I think. <laughs> All right, coming up just a few minutes from now, we've got a couple of local. Con- basically, we have we have four congressmen. Uh, within the realm of the Wake Up Mid Missouri listening area on 93.9 The Eagle and 1045 News Radio 950.